time to look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. Here is Match and Review. My word, what a rocket. With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Welcome, Forge fans. It is the Match in Review. As you can see, if you are watching, wherever, however you're watching or listening, I'm at Tim Hortons Fields. Forge has just beaten HFX Wanderers FC 1-0 thanks to a very early Wubens Paseas goal. It happened in the second minute, and that is a Forge record, by the way, the fastest goal in Forge FC history. There's a Sigma FC match happening behind me, uh, which was included with your ticket if you did attend the the, the Forge match. Now, I got to tell you, luckily for the, the these players, you can see the, the shade has taken over the field, at least the pitch. Of course, I'm sitting in the one spot in the stadium that still has a blistering sun. The heat played a factor in today's match with Forge and Halifax. It absolutely played a factor. I don't know how to describe the heat to you as someone who was in it, but just to give you some context, the second the final whistle hit, players just collapsed. They were hunched over. They're on their back. They're on their stomach. It was so hot on the pitch. Fans at Tim Hortons Field were taking cover, going um, onto the concourse, trying to find as much shade as possible. They had a mist station set up in parts of the end zone to keep fans cool. It was extremely hot, and it, it played a factor in this match in multiple ways. Number one, um, this was not a clean match by any standard, by, by either club. Forge wasn't able to play that style that they're known for, that possession game, the quick tempo, the press, just making life difficult for their opponent. There was something a little missing. And listen, I, I have no scientific proof, but it's pretty evident on a day like this for Forge to play as uncharacteristic as they did in terms of just not being quite sharp and not having the same level of energy as they normally do. Uh, you know, we can't blame the schedule. They, they've had a week off. I mean, it has to be the heat. And certainly the club believes it, it was the heat. Forge got the victory, and that's part of it. You know, Bobby Smirniotis post-match, he mentioned the heat, which is not something he's actually done before. So that tells you how big of a factor it did play. Yeah, you know, we wanted to to get on the front foot. We wanted to try and score early to try and open them up. You know, we saw them immediately start off with uh, with five in the back. Um, so we kind of figured out that their game plan would be to sit and, and kind of take in some, some pressure. I look at the counter-attacking moments. Now we've scored, and they really didn't come out of that shell for long periods of uh, of the game, probably until the end, um, uh, a little bit. But yeah, with, when the conditions are like this, and you need to have a lot of good high-intensity movements, it's not easy. And uh, that's what we tried to do that we have today. So and of course, yeah, it affected the players, guys that played 90 minutes. Forge did use all five subs. We'll get into some of the the, the formation stuff and the subs, but. Alex Ashenyodianson, who, by the way, played in his one uh, today was actually his 101st career CPL match. We'll we'll get more into that later, but let's stick to the heat. I I, I need you. I need to paint a picture of how hot it actually was on the pitch. It was so much. Uh, listen, I don't. This stadium at Tim Hortons Field, there's wind where, where you're not sure where it came from. It's somehow hotter here than anywhere else. The, the stadium has its own climate. Everyone in Hamilton has known that, even back to the Ivor win days. Uh, but Alex Ashenyodianson, who played the full 90, played on defense, and then was moved up to midfield after a sub, he talked about the heat after the match. 
Uh, that was tough. It was tough today, and uh, it was not our best game. Um, but we are a championship team. You got to win the games. You're not the best team in as well. Uh, I think we did some parts well. A lot of parts not very well. But uh, we know we have a solid foundation, and it's important for us to win win the games. We don't perform 100 as well. Yeah, now it was the same for both clubs, absolutely. But it did limit Forge and what they were able to do, and it benefited Halifax, who played a pretty solid game. They had double-digit shots, uh, shot attempts. Uh, they had more than Forge did. Both clubs ha had finished with one shot on target. Forge has found the, ba uh, Forge has found the back of the net, thanks to, to Pasillas, because you know he's not going to miss when he gets an opportunity in close to the, uh, the keeper like that on a set piece. While Forge, uh, they had most of the possession, uh, it wasn't by much. I believe they finished up around 54%. It just, it just was not. There was a lot of touches from the um, Forge's back line, which is not something we're used to seeing. We're not, we're not seeing, used to seeing a lot of touches from the back because Forge likes to go forward. They don't like to go backwards, even if it is just resetting. They, they want to dictate the tempo, uh, but they had to reset multiple times. It just, it just wasn't quite there. Whatever it is, it just wasn't there. Um, Halifax, again, to their credit, played a solid game. Here is head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis again talking about his just general thoughts um, on the match. Yeah, sometimes there's a psychological component to, to the games. I think I'm scoring early. You know, maybe that plays a little bit of a psychological role on, on them coming in and what their game plan is. Uh, but to be honest, I thought they were very good today. You know, they're, they're tactically set up uh, in a way to, you know, to, to stump us from uh, being very fluent in the attack uh, on a day where uh, the external conditions were really difficult. And, uh, you know, they've worked hard from the first minute to the last minute, not only the defensive structure, but the... Uh, you know how they were coming out in the, in the camera attacks. So, I don't know if we figured them out. I'm just happy we have two points. You know, something else Bobby talked about, and, and we're going to hear about it in, uh, in a minute or so. Good teams need to find out, figure out ways to, you have to win in different ways. You're not going to always win the same way. You're going to have to be able to win blowouts. You're going to have to be able to score your opponent. Um, you, you're going to have to be able to win those tight matches. You're going to have to be able to get pick up points when you're not at your best. It happens. When the weather isn't quite cooperating, you have to win in different ways. And Forge did that. I mean, they, they, they really grinded out a victory. And Halifax was on the doorstep. And they certainly had their opportunities. And that this is where the difference in quality shows. Forge had that quality. And Halifax hasn't had it for most of the season. And uh, ultimately, it probably was their downfall in this match. All right, talking about the look that uh, Forge came out with, we were wondering what the status of Jordan Hamilton was going to be, Forge's newest signing. With Now they have that big six up front on the attacking side. Jordan Hamilton, um, well, I mean, let's hear let's, – let's let Bobby tell you, but Bobby will tell you, he wasn't even expected to be in a Forge uniform this afternoon. Yeah, it's an interesting one because uh, up until this morning, he's not in the lineup. Uh, we had a, a late uh, scratch with, uh, with Emery Welsh, who just tweeted something yesterday uh, late in, in training. Um, he was the guy who was supposed to be in the lineup, and uh, you need to have 18 guys on the bench. So we told Jordan, let, uh, let's go. Uh, get yourself going. Uh, Jordan's going to be a, a good player. I'm not going to say how he was uh, how he was today in, in 20 minutes. Um, all I can say is we're happy that he's here. He's been training well, and uh, we're looking forward to him. You know, just get, just getting up to speed. You know, in reality, he's in a, in a preseason type of situation with the time he's had off since uh, since being in, in Ireland. So it's just important to bring him up um, in a right way um, so that he's uh, firing on all cylinders. 
So Forge uh, had Jordan Hamilton out there as a sub to start, and he did come on the pitch. Uh, with the last uh, last 20 minutes or so, Jordan Hamilton did make it onto the pitch. And like Bobby said, it's tough to judge a player's performance uh, that soon. But Forge opted to start the game with Pasias, Borges, and Campbell. Um, and it, again, it just, for whatever reason, Forge, the, the pace wasn't quite there. And with those three up front, they did make some changes. We saw, um, by the way, Emery Welshman. The reason Campbell came on, you heard from Bobby, is uh, Emery Welshman got kind of dinged up late in training yesterday and as a result did not make it onto the field. He was uh, in civvies, as they say, so he wasn't even. And that's how uh, Hamilton eventually got into the lineup. But Schwanier came on as a sub uh, later on, on the in the match. And they made some, they had to make some changes because Alex Ashenyodianson started out at the back, playing center back, and he eventually came out to play midfield. Um, let's let's hear from Alex and maybe the decision that the coaching staff why Alex was moved to midfield late in the match. Uh, no, we made some subs midway through half, I think, where uh, Malik came in and played center back and moved me up next to Ali in the midfield. To uh, we had we had some issues with them playing through our midfield, so kind of stabilized that and pushed them to the outside in the, instead. Yeah, and Sissoko also not available, so Noah Jensen made it into the starting lineup today before he was uh, subbed off for, it was Malik Olawabu um, Belawu, Olawabi Belawu came on on defense. He's the one that uh, subbed on for Noah Ashenyoti, went into the midfield, and uh, Malik went on defense. Tristan Henry, you know, uh, he may only face one, two shots on target a game, but that's even more difficult. He shows up when he needs to. He's just always there. He made a big save close to, you know, near the final whistle. And here's Bobby talking about the contributions from Tristan Henry, who they're not always glaring, but there's a reason this is the best defensive club in the league. It's because their possession game is strong. They win with offense. You know, they defend well because of their offense, hang on to the ball so much. Their defenders are strong themselves. And also Tristan Henry at the back. I think we have an excellent defensive unit. Uh, across uh, the back line, I think these guys are doing very well. You know, interchanging some of the players that have gone in there, it's it's been uh, it's been excellent to see. You know, just you know, you look at a guy like Garvin Matusala who went out for a while, the uh, injury has come in and he's slotted in these six games uh, with Janssen, and they've been uh, excellent there. Rama, you can't say enough about him. Uh, today was the first time uh, two headers went backwards uh, from him trying to win the ball. The first time we've seen that this season, so it's. Uh, it's going to happen, and then you go into the goal and Tristan Henry. This guy's been remarkable since day one of this one. You know, not a lot of people want to uh, talk about him, but uh, you know, we've got the best defensive record this year. Same thing uh, last year, I believe the same the year before. Um, there's a reason for it. You know, he's there, and you know, a goalkeeper in a team like Forge, he's a goalkeeper of the moment, so you need him in the right moments, and when those moments are there, he's, he's been there for us. So yeah, it's excellent. But you know, we're, you guys hear me talk every week about the attack and the attack. Uh, but one thing I hate more than anything is being scored on. Uh, must defend in the in the way we attack, and that's what we preach for the guys. And, and we're doing a brilliant job on both sides of the ball. And we just need to keep on motivating the guys to keep on going forward and doing it. You know, it's not a matter of you've won six games in a row or where you are. It's a matter of we got three points ahead of us in the next match and how tactically we're going to battle that. 
Earlier, you heard Bobby talk about Halifax starting the match with five at the back. It's not something Forge has seen very often, but Halifax made it known what their game plan was going to be. Low block, force Forge into some mistakes and beat them on the counter if they can. Now, let's go to the three keys here because this ties into it. The three keys that I gave prior to the match. The first one was quick out of the gate. Start fast. Boy, did Forge start fast, and thank goodness they did, because they needed that goal late, as fatigue clearly had an effect on this match. Basias, the man that could always be relied on for a goal timely. Early on, second minute, fastest goal in Forge history. So fast start, that's a giant check. It's exactly what Forge needed in this one. Make the Wanderers work was the second key. Halifax does not create a lot of chances, a lot of big chances, a lot of quality chances. When they get them, it's because they're helped out from their opponents who are making mistakes, and they they, they rely on those. And to their credit, I mean, they're let they're they they are Johnny on the spot. Their opponent makes a mistake, they jump on it. And Forge did make Halifax work for the most part, but Halifax did pretty well. I mean, they, they had some pretty quality chances, and so that one maybe half a check because they did make the Wanderers work but uh, maybe not as hard as they could have. And the last one was attack, attack, attack. Minutes are going to be limited for some of these attackers going forward because of the big six, because they now have uh, Borges, Pasilla, Schwanier, Campbell, Welshman, and the newest guy, um, Hamilton. So minutes are a premium. You have to maybe earn them more than you did in the first part of the first half of the season for sure so attack 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 the attackers had to be on their game and uh they had to you know fight for for playing time listen competition breeds excellence especially with a quality club like this did that pan out were they able to attack 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 i mean they weren't to be honest they weren't sharp in the final third there weren't um there weren't a ton of dangerous chances for Forge in this one. And the one they did have, they scored. So they were efficient with them, but they weren't able to attack, attack, attack. And the 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 weather, the heat definitely played a factor. And also Halifax, I mean, they started with five defenders and they kept, they stayed with five even after Forge took a lead. They kept five until pretty late um, into the second half or into the match. So it was going to be difficult to attack, attack, attack. And uh, no check there. Sorry, Forge. You're not getting a check for the attack, attack, attack. Uh, the the the, um, the environment wasn't conducive to that type of play, and uh, unfortunately, it wasn't there. But Forge got the victory. All right, now we have to talk more about Alex Session-Yodiansen. Played his 101 match, the second most matches in Forge history behind Kyle Becker. Becker was the first to 100. Session-Yodiansen's the second, and. There might be another Forge player coming. I don't want to jinx anything, but uh, another Forge player might be the third ever to hit 100. Now, Ashton Yodianson was honored before the match. There was a little video tribute. They had a special jersey for him with 100 on the back that was framed. So he was honored here at home in front of the fans. And hear what he had to say about those the moment and the emotions that come with it. Oh, it, it means a lot. Uh, I think the city took me in from, from day one since I've been here. And uh, you can see the ama amazing commitment that the fans have to uh, to the team and to Hamilton, the, the pride that is in the city. And uh, it's just been great paying that back over 100 games. 
Alex is easily one of the most popular players um, on the club. So good for him. Congrats to Alex, Ashen, Yodi, Janssen. And congratulations to Forge FC. They get a bit of a break. Friday, back on the road, facing Cavalry. Again, the club they just beat 2-1. You know Cavalry is going to be looking for redemption, especially at home, especially as they try to chase down top spot. Forge maintaining their top spot in the CPL. Uh, they improve that league best plus minus to plus 24 with goal differential. And now they take that into Calvary, hoping for another three points. All right. I'm Anthony Urcioli. However, wherever you get your Forge content, make sure you subscribe. We have plenty coming up this week. We will have the focus on Forge behind the beard with Coach Bobby and then our match day preview as Forge heads to Calgary. And also we'll have three keys to the match and then we will review that match against Calgary. So plenty coming up in the next week or so. Either subscribe or check back often or you'll miss out. All right. We'll talk to you soon. has been Match in Review with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.